Hey, this is Lori Lakin Hutcherson, founder and editor-in-chief of goodblacknews.org, here to share with you a daily drop of Good Black News for Thursday, May 5th, 2022, based on the A Year of Good Black News page-a-day calendar published by Workman Publishing. Ever hear the one about the enslaved mother of three who sued for her freedom, won, and became the richest black woman in Los Angeles? It's no joke. Bridget Biddy Mason was born into slavery in 1818 in Mississippi and is reported to have been taken from her mother as a young child. She learned about herbs and midwifery from older enslaved women, and when her owner Robert Smith converted to Mormonism, he decided to move to Utah and join the community there. Mason and her three children were part of that trek, literally. She had to walk the 2,000 miles behind the wagon caravan, tending to the livestock, her owners, and her children along the way. After a few years in Utah, Smith relocated to a Mormon enclave in San Bernardino, California. Slavery was not legal in California, and it's said that the free black friends Biddy made there informed her of the laws. When Smith had a falling out with Mormon leadership in San Bernardino and decided to move to Texas, he feared his property would be taken from him, so he made them hide out in the Santa Monica Mountains as he made preparations to depart. Luckily, Biddy's friends called the sheriff on Smith and said that he was enslaving several black people against their will. The sheriff went and took Biddy, her children, and others into what we would now refer to as protective custody until the matter could be sorted out in the courts. Smith tried to argue that Mason and the others were coming to Texas out of their own free will. Even though slavery wasn't legal in California, state laws at the time stated that no black or Native American person could testify against anyone white. So, Mason had no right to dispute her owner's claim that she was moving to Texas willingly. The judge in this case, however, wanted to hear directly from her, so he took Mason and a few others into his chambers. There he informed Mason if she did leave with Smith, her children as minors would not be allowed to go, so she would have to leave them in California. That's when Biddy said, uh, no, I do not wish to go. Mason was granted her freedom, but that's all. No money, no education, no home. She did have her midwifery skills, however, and was able to earn money by delivering babies, assisting doctors, and employing her knowledge of medicinal herbs. She eventually saved enough money to buy her very first bit of property. Luckily, California was also a state that didn't have laws against women or black people owning property. So she bought, and bought, and bought. And then she shared her wealth and gave until her dying day in 1891. Mason's economic triumphs led to her equally significant community contributions, a school, a church, an orphanage. She also visited prisoners and nursed the ailing, often for free. In 1884, when a rainstorm swelled the Los Angeles River, homes were swept away and many people were left with nothing. Mason, who had recently sold a lot for $2,800, left a standing order at a Spring Street grocery store to give free food to any flood victims, black or white, who needed it. Biddy Mason, despite all she went through herself, was a giver and a community builder and was one of the few black people in Los Angeles in the 19th century to be able to use the laws to her advantage and build wealth. Mason founded Los Angeles's first black AME church and established its first school for black children. To quote Mason, if you hold your hand closed, nothing good can come from it. The open hand is blessed, for it gives abundance even as it receives. Biddy Mason Park in Los Angeles honors her legacy, as does the Biddy Mason Foundation run by her direct descendants. 
To learn more about Biddy Mason, check out the BiddyMasonCollaborative.com website, LAConservancy.org to learn more about Biddy Mason Memorial Park in Los Angeles, read Biddy Mason, A Place of Her Own by Camille Gavin, and Biddy Mason Speaks Up by Arissa Wright and Laura Atkins. Links to these sources and more are provided in today's show notes and in the episode's full transcript posted on goodblacknews.org. This has been a daily drop of Good Black News, written, produced, and hosted by me, Lori Lakin-Hutcherson. Beats provided by freebeats.io and produced by White Hot. If you like these daily drops, follow us on Apple, Google Podcasts, RSS.com, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a rating or review, share links to your favorite episodes, or go old school and tell a friend. For more Good Black News, check out goodblacknews.org or search and follow at Good Black News anywhere on social.